Hi, I'm Henrika. And I'm Sarah Jane. And this is Not So. Why you saying my line? But we're together. I know. Wait, you're right. <laughs> Hi, I'm Henrika. And I'm Sarah Jane. And this is Not, Not So Super. Hey guys, we wanted to bring you a little surprise bonus extra episode. Don't mind me. I'm super congested because of my allergies. So I know I sound... To my dog. Yeah. (laughs) No, in general, like, I know how some people have like seasonal allergies. I have year round allergies. So normally I take like my Claritin every day and then like on bad days I take my Flonase, but today, I don't know, I was feeling myself, so I didn't take anything. Like, let, <laughs> let's the snot out. The snot wants to be right? let loose. So I've just been, I'm super congested, and like, Yams is great, and she's, uh, you know, a poodle mix, so she's technically hypoallergenic, it's but that doesn't lies. mean anything. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, doesn't mean, it just means, like, I don't sneeze as much. My whole throat doesn't close up. And less percentage. And no shedding. Yes. But there is plenty of yams hair all over the place. (laughs) And I did try. I vacuumed for you. I put my filter on blast. Yes. (laughs) It's fine. It's just like when you have those year-round allergies, you kind of just live with it. It's second nature now. Like, I take a Zyrtec and Flonase right before I go to sleep. I always forget. One time my doctor prescribed uh, Zizol, that oh, nighttime one. I don't know that one. Yes, we are like not sponsored XYZ. by Zizol. <laughs> we're, or we're Zyrtec not. or Claritin. None of these people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Zizol is uh, XYZAL or something. But it's like a different oh. one. It's the nighttime one. You take it at night. Is it a spray or a, a tap? It's a pill. Oh. But that one, it didn't do it for me. It's like, you know, also when you have these kind of allergies, you kind of know what works for you. Mm-hmm. And like some people swear by Allegra, which doesn't work for anyone. Allegra might <laughs> as well just be like a vitamin. Exactly. You know, Allegra don't come for us, but. <laughs> Definitely not sponsored by Allegra. Exactly. <laughs> but like no one I know who has allergies. Uses Allegra. No. <laughs> So why does it exist? I don't know. Maybe it's like specific allergies. Maybe. Have you ever done the allergy test? Yes. I'm allergic to everything under the sun. Did you do the thing, like the skin patch thing? He did a blood, he did a blood test. And then my doctor's like, I don't know how you're alive. And I was like, okay. (laughs) This is why I don't go to the doctor. (laughs) But then he gave me like prescription for EpiPen and he's like, have this with you at all times, please. My dad has an EpiPen. I've had to drive him to the ER. Oh no! What's he allergic to? We don't know what, like, what he ate that that particular time. Yeah, but he didn't have an EpiPen, and it was the calmest. Because <laughs> he's a medical professional. I know. I was freaking out. <laughs> I needed to go to the hospital. Imagine your mom. Yeah. Her face is bloated. Like that. Will what was that? Will, oh, a hitch. In hitch. Yeah. That was my dad's face. No, and he just, t- he came up to me, hi, <laughs> you're going to need to bring me to the hospital. And I'm like, I was screaming. I think I, I'm pretty sure I was crying. And he, he was like, calm he was down. Calm. He was like, you need calm. to calm down oh. so you can drive me. So, so we don't get into a car accident. Yeah, because he's like, I'm about to not be able to breathe and I yeah. can't see. You need to. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, no. Walk through the ER like nothing, he's nothing had calm. changed. He's, he's like. Hey, Doc, uh, yep, I need an EpiPen <laughs> or, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. I do have my EpiPen. I try to make sure I have it on me at all times. Also, what really helps is like when you're having a really bad reaction is Benadryl. Oh, and, yes. And I forgot my Benadryl. I I just, today has been a, oh, I didn't care today. I know. You're like, <laughs> come on, allergies, come get me. I didn't care. I knew I was coming to the dog. I didn't take the flow days. I woke up this morning, I didn't take my Claritin. And then I forgot my, my Benadryl, which is usually always on me, just in case. Yeah. I okay. usually take one Benadryl yeah. instead of two, because two will knock me yeah, out. Yeah. But I'll take one, and I'll cut down the like itching. Know. and. I did have like a really bad allergic reaction to guacamole. You literally just gave me some avocado I hot know, sauce. I know, it's delicious. 
<laughs> that's in your fridge. Yeah. So you're even though you might be allergic, you still just out I think here so. eating it. I don't know. Maybe it's all in my head. But I had a big bowl of guacamole, homemade, and <laughs> okay. I went to sleep. And I woke up with my throat swelling. I don't have an EpiPen. I didn't know I was allergic. What could it be? Let me text my dad. Hey, dad, am I allergic to avocado? What are you talking about? I was like, this is happening. He's like, you need to go to the hospital right now. I was like, I don't know. You pulled a da- You pulled your dad. Real calm. Uh, well, it feels like my throat's closing up. But Exactly. Know, and he's I- like, why are you texting me? Go now. And then I just stopped texting him because I fell asleep. And he's like constantly calling me. He's, he's like, scared. I thought you passed out. I was like, no, I woke up and I'm fine. <laughs> and then I was like, was it really avocado? Then you know how sometimes people just add slices of avocado. Yeah, like a topper. Yes. Like- and then I just ate it. And it happened again. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no. I would go to, I love Mexican food. Yes. And they would always go, would you like guacamole? I would always go, <laughs> no, thank you. Stop. They're like, I'm sorry. Yes? I'm yes. like, no, no, I'm allergic to avocados. That always <laughs> strikes a conversation. And there was one restaurant in New York. I said that because it's they always go, would you like guacamole, guacamole or yeah. whatever on the side? Why? They got they, super they, serious. They, you they're like, why? Them. I'm pretty sure I'm allergic. It makes me itchy. And they're like, oh, no, you are not going to die under my watch today. <laughs> you are not. And they're like, you cannot have this. You cannot have this. You cannot have. Damn. Like, I was like, but it doesn't say it comes with guacamole. He's like, no, we use avocado leaves, and I am not gonna have you die <laughs> while I'm working my shift. Okay? <laughs> She's so doing so angry. <laughs> they said, not on my watch. Yeah, we don't want to know if you're allergic <laughs> to avocado leaves. The waiter was like, I'm going to double check with the chef just to make sure what else on the menu has avocado leaves. Damn. He came back, he's like, yeah, you can only have... This or this. This or this. <sighs> well, I guess I'm getting <laughs> one of each because I can't have anything else. Yeah. So every now and then I... You little. just stab it? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And like, I, I don't eat raw avocado because yes. I don't want to fuck with that. Yeah. That I'm pretty sure... Will we'll give it. me some kind of reaction. But if it's like a sauce, it's guacamole, I always try a little bit. But it's always spicy, so I'm like, I don't know if I'm itchy because of the spicy. Or, or you're itchy because of the avocado. Yeah, yeah. What does that for me? Carrots. I will not eat raw carrots. They have to be cooked. I'm sorry, who's eating raw carrots? <laughs> Bugs Bunny. But people <laughs> eat raw carrots in salads. And, um, oh, I guess. I don't do that. I will pick, my, okay. I will pick the carrots okay. out. Okay. I don't want to go to the hospital. I guess I haven't had a salad in a while. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or like, I mean, store-bought. Like, yes. you know, because... Like pre-made. Or like a salad bar or whatever. Yeah. But other things, like when I was little, apple raw apples used to do that. Like, like whole apples. Not applesauce or <laughs> apple juice. But like, if I ate an apple, it would do it. So, I never ate apples. And then one day I decided I'm going to eat apples. I could not be allergic to carrots anymore, but I'm not going to try it. But I did it with apples. Now I only eat them on occasion. Oops. <laughs> Yams is done laying down. But it's true. It does. Um, look, my, my voice is changing as we do this. Um, instead of just my, my allergies. Oh my God. Do you need to go to the hospital? No. <laughs> I am good. I will freak out before <laughs> before taking me to the hospital. Yes, and cry. Oh my god! And text my dad. Yeah. <laughs> like, a- what are you doing? You should be taking her to the hospital. Know, like, Why are you texting me? <laughs> he's always like, uh, he's my WebMD. In house. Yeah, because I'm like, he just knows everything. Yeah. Usually he's he, seen a lot of stuff. Like, I'll go, hey, this happened to me. Oh, just take a Tylenol. I don't know what happened. There was a turning point where, oh, this happened. Go to the hospital. I'm like, what? <laughs> One time I went to the hospital for a sprained ankle. I guess <clears throat> because he's always there, if anything were to happen, he would automatically just go there because he's going to his job anyway. Oh, yeah. So it's not even a big deal. But for regular people, like, oh, we don't want to go there. I think everyone knows my dad at this point in this city. <laughs> like... Because he's in the ER, yes. so he gets exactly the emergencies. So, exactly, so he's always like, <clears throat> it's whenever people like need to go to the hospital, 
their or they think they need exactly exactly (laughs) but also it's so long like i went to the er once and i just remember the weight obviously they do the people who are most at risk of like bleeding out or something but were you bleeding out? No, I wasn't. Out? I wasn't. But we waited there for hours. Like, you can wait in the <laughs> ER for hours. So that's the only thing. All right. After that beautiful segue into our current medical conditions. <laughs> <laughs> We're both alive. Yes, we are both alive. We just have allergies. Yes. That's what I, That's why I sound like this. I can hear how congested I sound. So, <laughs> so I can imagine you guys hearing it. But um, let's get into it. Uh, you had the lovely idea choosing any character. Yes. Between the 30s to the 70s. 70s. Were you trying to write 70s in the air? No, I I, think <laughs> I was like, I did three for 30s. And then I was like, wait, how many fingers am I going to need? I can't use my yeah, other seven. hand. Seven. <laughs> That's right. I thought you were writing yeah, seven. Because I was, but I was using my left hand, so I didn't know what to do with it. You gotta work on the ambidextrousness <laughs> of yourself. I didn't know what to do with it. <laughs> it's I okay. Could, I got I could you. do three, and I then I was like, you. "Wait, wait, how many fingers are you gonna need for seven? Nah, bro. She, she. Yeah, I'm just gonna I got tell it. her. I got it. I saw you about to do something with your hands. Yeah, I was no. Like I know it's a seven. Don't it's worry. a seven. So endless. So many choices. So, I figured that's a bonus episode. It's a bonus for us too. I picked the 19. 19- 40s. Wait, exactly Wait. 1940s? <laughs> yeah, no. 1942. Okay, good. We're, we're good. Wow. <laughs> we're good. So, in an open-ended prompt, we still yeah. pick the same... Decade. Decade. Yes. Oh, my God. I mean, the 40s are great. The 40s are great. One of the many comic book publishers that came out during the golden age of comics was Fiction House Magazine. Fiction House Magazine had been known for characters and stories on aviation, the Old West, and uh, most notably, detective adventures. In a testosterone-heavy world, Fiction House magazine had an extra feminine flair to their roster, which at the time might have been less about gender equality and more of a marketing strategy towards adolescent readership. But... They did have higher percentages of heroic women characters. Fiction House's uh, biggest early success was Sheena, Queen of the Jungle, and a short stint from the previous character I chose, Fantoma. Uh, But those characters were not the only successes. Esta es Senorita Rio. (laughs) (laughs) I did a fist pump in the air. Senorita Rio was a skilled dancer, singer, and actor. She was extremely athletic, an expert fighter, skilled in jiu-jitsu, skilled in fencing, and dangerous with a sword, proficient in firearms, an excellent marksman, and she was capable of performing amazing feats in an effortlessly charming manner. Uh, From diving off the side of an ocean liner to catching someone while swinging on a trapeze, to precisely shooting a man's gun out of his hand. She always had a handgun, as well as tools for escape on her person. She was fluent in English, Portuguese, Spanish, and German, and could apparently mimic voices very convincingly. Uh, The fact that she was of Spanish descent... Yes. And... um, Especially with her swordsmanship and cunning way about her giving off, like, Zorro, female Zorro vibes, essentially. But sans mask and cape because she dresses like any starlet of that time would. Stylish and on point. <laughs> well, if you're gonna wrangle some bad guys, you gotta look good while you're I doing know. it. In one of the covers, yes. she's got one of those top flowy dresses with the ruffles yes on like the top part and the bottom classic blue and white pops of red yes going on guard with her little fencing and it's called horrors on the hacienda stop (laughs) oh my god that's beautiful before she became senorita rio she was rita ferrar 
I'm really gonna mess up with these like horror sounds. Okay. The <laughs> you hear her rolling these R's, all right? Rolling. <laughs> That's my t- entertainment for the night. I'm trying. <laughs> she was a rising Hollywood actress and former stunt girl. Her Spanish beauty and natural charisma made a career for her in the film industry, becoming one of the most popular actors of her generation and gaining fans across the U.S. But her film career and life took a turn when her beloved fiancé, Naval Officer Bill, no last name, <laughs> just Bill. Oh, Bill. Naval Officer Bill was killed in the attack on Pearl Harbor. Oh, Sad. Her urge to avenge his death and also help save other American soldiers from a similar fate presented an opportunity to render valuable service to her country during the war, as well as fight the enemies known as Axis Agents. While traveling for film projects around the world, she'd also act as a U.S. espionage agent under the codename of Senorita Rio. Actress by day and spy by night. Because of the travel her acting career demanded, as well as her Hispanic ancestry, she was able to cover more ground that traditional U.S. soldiers couldn't and gather intelligence from South America without attracting attention. Which... This doesn't make any sense to me because she's a well-known actress. Yes. Why would you have a face that people know? They don't realize. It's like Josephine Baker during Mm -hmm. World War II. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. Because I think it's good. It's like you're hiding in plain sight. No one's going to expect you to be an espionage agent when you're a starlet. And she was a woman. Exactly. She was like, you dumb. Exactly. I mean, back then. Yes. No. <laughs> but also, she's like a super, not only that, but she's also Hispanic, yeah, Latin. Right. She's exotic. So it's like, it's working against her in one regard, mm-hmm. but in the other, you're underestimating her. Yeah. At least expect. Exactly. She fought in numerous incursions against fascists that were planning to take many South American areas and fought against those who were stirring trouble in the U.S. war efforts. Throughout the next issues, Senorita Rio would also continue to fight against the Nazis and their confederates in Central and South America. When the war ended, though, it was clear that trouble still lurked, and America would still need some able-bodied representative to keep up the good fight, so they kept her codename and kept her employed. Senorita Rio soon became the Queen of Spies, battling evil throughout South America. Paragon Publishing, aka AC Comics, later revived Senorita Rio in the 1980s, but retitled her Rio Rita. But why? I don't know. I couldn't find any legality issue of changing her name. Yeah. They did it anyway. Unnecessary. It is. The story still also remained the same. They just changed her name. (laughs) Was she still fighting the axis of evil? Mm -hmm. In South America. Okay. And the Nazis in South America. And, oh, but one of the main differences is that they created a group of female heroes for Rio Rita to join called Femme Force. Fem. <laughs> okay, continue. Fem is an acronym for Federal Emergency Missions, but it was a group of scantily clad, very curvaceous women out to fight for justice and save the day, half naked. Of course they were. Uh, and half drugged up with chemical V forty seven, which gave not all of them, only some of them, supernatural powers. The original members of this group were either actual characters from defunct companies of the 1940s or so-called interpretations of them. The originals were Miss Victory, She-Cat, and the Blue Blitier. Okay, I don't know what Miss Victory looks like, but I'm here for it because it's giving me female Captain America vibes and I'm just... But, <laughs> but in a bikini. Oh, I'm just saying, this is... This is... The drawings are, are pretty... Yeah, very, very curvy. Very, like, you see a lot of thigh. You probably see belly button. Everything. Yeah. It's all out. Femme force. Mm-hmm. This is, it's hilarious and beautiful. 
I'm like quietly intrigued. Like I would kind of, I would, I would want to just read one of those comic books. We could do episodes <laughs> on groups. <laughs> that could just, be a thing. There's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of groups. There's a lot of, I mean, Fem Force. Rio Rita would later become inactive with Fem Force and moved to Brazil to become head of the Brazilian Intelligence Force, where she remained and basically retired to. She would keep in contact with the revitalized modern femme force where her own granddaughter would later join also named Rita Ferrar <laughs> your face <laughs> because because so like I'm like yo so unnecessary but continue <laughs> just hitting those R's real hard I'm trying cause you don't think they meant that I'm sure they meant that it's hard for me to do it I gotta like I need like two seconds to amp, <laughs> yeah, amp myself up. Rio. Also, when I was typing this, yes. I kept saying out loud, Rita Ora. And I was like, no, 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 no that's no, a that's different not, person. That's, that's not the right person. That's not the right person. Uh, she was both one of the first few, not, not Rita Ora. Uh, Rita Ferrer, codenamed Senorita Rio was both one of the first female and first Latina characters in American comics. She is also noted as being the first female character to appear and take over the cover of what was once an all-boys club of fight comics, until being replaced by another female character later on, Tiger Girl. And although her creation is credited to Nick Viscardi, a.k.a. Nick Cardi of the 19... 60s DC Comics, Aquaman, and Teen Titans. He left after a few series. And one artist who is most associated with Senorita Rio remained with her character longer than anyone else. And that was L. Rene, whom most readers address as Mr. L. Rene. But the L was short for her first name, Lily. <gasps> Stop! Mm-hmm. Senorita Rio was continued success due to the fact that El Rene maintained the character visually yes. throughout the years. And uh, Lily Rene was a Holocaust survivor. Aww. And was one of the earliest women creators in the comic book industry. That's awesome. And that is Senorita Rio. Rita Ferrer. Okay. <laughs> okay. There you go. You hit a lot of uh, good uh, segments in comic book history. Women, women of color, women survivors. I like it. And I've never heard of her. What were her superpowers again? Doro. Oh, yeah, that's right. Skilled dancer, singer, actor, athletic, expert fighter, skilled jujitsu, fencing. But that's the thing. Like, none of these are, like, extraordinary super. She's human. She's human. Mm-hmm. And even when she was in Femme Force, I don't think she took that chemical V47, whatever yeah. it was. Uh, so she still remained human. At, at least that's what I remember. Maybe that's also why she kept most of her clothes on in <laughs> Femme Force. she wasn't naked. Okay. That was a good one. I Thanks. like that. And I love the fact that she... Came back in the 80s. Do you know when they stopped making those comics? Uh, with Rita Farrar? Yes. She basically uh, becomes old. And then her granddaughter... Her granddaughter takes over. Of but the those, same name. But the granddaughter, is she still currently making comics? I'm not sure, actually. I just know she's a part of Femme Force. Femme Force. Like, there's a new version of Femme Force. Now? Yeah. What? Mm. So I don't know if huh. if then she's just not Senorita Rio. Ew. She's just like Femforce. Yes. They now, gave her the same regular name. Yeah. So I assume she has the same the super same name. super like the code name. Okay. Okay. Well, see now I have to look into this because that's really interesting. And I've never heard of Femforce before, but that sounds cool. All female Justice League. I'm here for that. So. My character for this bonus episode, I, like I said, I also went to the 1940s. Her name is Atama, and 
this character was published in December of 1947 in, um, I guess you would say as like a subcomic in the Joe Palooka comic, uh, created by Bob Powell. So we don't know Atama's real name, but we do know that she's a historian who realizes that one of the characters from the Joe Palooka comics name is Dusty Rhodes. And Dusty is eventually going to discover time travel. And so uh, Thomas shows up to let him know that he's in 2000. Oh. Yeah. What is it? 2446. That's the year he ends up in. So he leaves 1947 and it's, it's, it's like 499 years in the future. I literally was in my mind. Are we going to be alive at that point? We will not be alive at yeah, that point. Yeah, it took me that long to realize, <laughs> oh no, yeah, we're not. We're not. <laughs> um, dude, just the fact like, <laughs> we're, remember, we're, like, it's 2022. Even if you didn't do the, the rest of the math, it's still 400 years. I mean, I committed to doing the math, and I was like, oh, no, no. we did. We're super, super dead. Um... <laughs> So Dusty ends up uh, in, you know, 2446. Essentially, Atama had read his memoirs and decides for wait to decides to wait for him at the exact moment that he does <gasps> enter the future so that ah. she can be his guide and show him around. What I was thinking of when I was reading this is because this is, like I told you, I've never watched Endgame or Infinity War, but I did read what they said about time travel. Mm-hmm. There is no other science fiction comic, whatever, that uses that kind of time travel. Mm-hmm. Because the whole idea of there's only one, there's only one realm of time mm-hmm. and everything that happens or will happen or already happened, it's like all happening at once. Mm-hmm. So it's like if I leave this point and go into the future that's already happened because that's the future's past, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're using this definition of time travel, which everyone else uses, except, except for those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like multiverses. Yeah, and no. Like that. Yeah. No, it's like it's all happening. If I left this very spot, it, it doesn't change anything in the sense like it's it's already happened or it's happening or it's happening now. Like time is all at once, if that makes sense. So A good example if you watched it. What? Or if anyone listening watched it. The Adam Project. I haven't watched it yet, but I know oh. I know the idea okay. of what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, it's the yeah. fact mm-hmm. that in his past, he knows that he met his future self at that time. Yes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I watched that not knowing what it was about. Yeah. And I was pleasantly surprised. It looks good. I know it's about time travel and I'm here for it. I It's on my to-watch list. You know what? Completely different side note. Um, But I feel like I have to watch... The Last Kingdom, which I'm a huge fan of and always have been a fan of. And I think it's like literally one of the best TV shows ever. But this is the last season and like it hurts so much. Like I can't bring myself to start it knowing that it's the last season. I think we had to wait three years for this final season. And it just kills me because I don't want it to be over. So I can't like I don't Mm want to watch it because then it's over. Yeah, that's like me. Uh, I'm not going to read the last book in my favorite series. No. <laughs> because you don't it already want it came to out. End. It already came yeah, out and I'm that. taking my sweet ass time. Yes. I started it and I'm like, nope. Nope. Cuz nope. you know it's the end and it's like mm-hmm. you're like, "Oh god, I don't want it to end." Mm-hmm. I get you. So that's why I'm like holding off. That's why I really haven't watched anything on Netflix cuz I know it's there and I know like I'm supposed <laughs> to watch it and like I just can't bring myself to watch it yet. So anyway, uh they team up to stop a robot a robot riot, which they put down using Dusty's slingshot from mm. 1947. Mm. I love it. So from what I gather, it's like they're both from any town USA. But Wait, what? Wait, that's a- what the town is? Yeah, okay. any town USA. <laughs> I thought you were saying they're from no. any. Yeah, right. But that's, I guess the idea is kind of like, it could be anywhere. This could be your town, you know? Mm. So that's why they go with any town okay. USA. Yeah, yeah. So like it could be happening anywhere. But 
there's, you know, like I said, 499 years between when Dusty's living and when Atama's living. Mm -hmm. So the town they're living in appears to be peaceful. Ignore the robot riot. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It appears to be peaceful and idyllic. But on closer inspection, well, Atama points it out. It's run by this guy named the Mighty Chief and his soldiers who don't believe in dissent or freedom and abuse their power, creating an authoritarian Mm -hmm. society. So Atama makes a comment at the end of the comic about how their governor, Mighty Chief, is uh, literally no better than Hitler or along the same lines as him. And for a peaceful... Exactly. And I also see that this comic, it is coming out in December of 47. So World War II has only been over for like a year and a half officially. So you still have those references Mm -hmm. playing into the comics. Like I know the, um, what is it? You said Senorita Rita, that's 42. So we're in the middle of the Mm -hmm. war. So she's tracking down and she's Nazis. Yeah, 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 yeah. But in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still that kind of mindset you have here where it's like, yeah, it seems all nice and peaceful and good times, but all of that's a facade because there's many restrictions. Like, um there I did mention it. Yeah, so it's super weird because Mighty Chief has uh restricted travel. This is the f- Future, right? Yeah, right. in the future, mm-hmm. Mighty Chief has restricted travel, which I'm a little confused about because they're able to fly. So I'm not sure if Is it's it restricted time, time travel. Well, see, that's the thing. I'm not sure because they also Atama only makes like this one appearance in this one comic book. Um, I was gonna say she so Atama has no superpowers, though she has what are called EDF control nylon. Zenton wings. Ooh. Yeah. EDF stands for electronic directional flight. So I okay. think it's pretty awesome. Like she just, but she has basically like wing pack. Um, they that allow- makes me think of uh, the show with Bucky. Oh, no. Did you watch that show? No, no, no. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Bucky. There you go. Yay. There you go. Thank you. Um, he, uh, no, no, no. Go ahead. Because I didn't watch it. But do you want to? I'm not going to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he gets wings. Yeah. But he has wings, right? Yeah. So maybe yeah. he gets like upgraded wings? Yes, he does. Okay. Yeah. Because the color's different. But yeah. that's what I imagine. Like, because yeah. it, it's concealed so you don't see it. And no. then when you need it, it's like. It's there and it allows you to fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of um, Marvel TV shows, the one I will watch, which I saw the trailer for either this morning or yesterday, was um, Ms. Marvel. Jersey City! Yes! I was like, yes, girl! Muslim girl from Jersey City. Yes! Was that your first time seeing? Mm-hmm. About- seeing the trailer. Oh, my brother... I don't know how my brother is so up to date with all those <laughs> things. He's like, if you want to know what's happening in all I the streaming you. services... Cause he t- so he told me about it, so I knew yeah. that it was in the works, yeah. or that it was a story. I just didn't realize... It was coming out so soon. soon. And it's well, coming out on my birthday. Yo, I I knew it was in the works, like you said. Mm-hmm. I did not, I until they did the trail, I didn't know when it was coming mm-hmm. out. And then I saw it and I was like, oh my God, she's from Jersey mm-hmm. City. Mm-hmm. And I love it. I love her cool. character. Yeah. And I was like, this is a show I would watch. Mm-hmm. This is so cute. I, I love it. I think a lot of people will relate to it. Yes. Especially younger, oh, younger she's kids. Like, I just, oh. and It's also like a... Since she's younger, it's like a coming of age yes. type of a thing. That's why... So you saw the preview. Yes. So you, I think the beginning is where there's like little bubble letters. Yeah, and she's like, like she's making it. Yeah, like yeah. She, mm-hmm. she lives her life like a comic book. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Like I love the whole premise. I love the way that they went about it. And so that one I will see. Okay. That one I will be watching. But just know that anyone that they've put out so far, I have not seen. Just assume I have not seen it. You have to watch WandaVision. I mean... That's the only one. Dude, I didn't even like... <laughs> let me tell you, I didn't even like Scarlet Witch when I used to read the comic books. It's not even that. Yeah. It's like how it's done. I know. Watch like maybe the first... Say there's like 10 episodes. Yeah. Watch the first four. You don't need to finish it. <laughs> Just need to watch the video. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Okay. like they're good on its own. Yeah. 
And then there's like an arc, and I was like, oh, I don't really care anymore. Yeah. But I just continued watching it because I had already started it. But I also genuinely enjoyed it. Yeah. But there, the beginning part, uh, beginning half, beginning third, whatever it was, yeah. it was like really good. I can't say anything because I don't want to spoil it for you <laughs> because I hope you do watch it. But I mean, everything else, the what ifs are fun. Yeah. Because that what, one I, what I, I was interested mm-hmm. in. I like the idea. Those are fun. It's like, but I heard it's, they didn't get renewed for a second season. So it's just whatever is out. Huh. Well, they have so much content. Why? Yeah. Why would they need to? But I I did like the idea of what ifs. I like Peggy as mm-hmm. Captain America. I just, mm-hmm. I love Peggy Carter. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, we talked about this. I think the last Marvel that I saw was Black Panther. I think I've seen every, <laughs> almost if it's streaming, yeah, every. It's not even that I don't like. I love com- this is the thing. I love comics. I love comic books. I love superheroes. But like the movies have gotten too long, and I'm t- I'm I don't have the energy. That's why they did these series because <laughs> a lot of them the are just like a really long like it's Hawkeye. Like, yeah, Hawkeye spans like I the story. I think is just like that yeah. week of Christmas. I heard that I think one wasn't as good though. It was like a like a Home Alone vibe, which. Well, hold on one, two, or three. Not one. Sorry. (laughs) But that's a vibe that I was getting. And if it was in theaters, it would have been like a three-hour movie. I don't want it. But I think that's what they're doing. They're making these shows. So they can stop making three-hour movies? Mm -hmm. You know, it would have worked if they had done this sooner. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm just, I don't want to go to anything that's three hours. I was going to go see the Batman because I love me some Zoe Kravitz. Mm-hmm. But then I saw it was like two hours and 56 minutes. I'm like, nah, bro, we're going to have to wait till that comes on HBO. And then I'm going to watch it <laughs> like a two part type saw, thing. Um, I saw Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah. Was that the last Our, one? Yes. I think that one was three hours. I'm not here for any It didn't of them. feel like it. I didn't watch any of it. And I, maybe it didn't feel like because I saw a matinee. Yes. And had my mask on. Oh, this doesn't feel as long as as I know it to be. All of them. I don't. They have, are too long. They are too long. And honestly, my ass starts to hurt after a while. And That's so, why you need to go to the good theaters. Yo, the good I know. Seats. I'm. Just, it doesn't even matter. I don't have a butt. So, like, it's just bone straight through. So that's the problem. I can't be sitting for you long. You need one of those lumbar pillows. <laughs> yes, I do. Go into a theater with a lumbar pillow. I do. <laughs> because, like, honestly, I start feeling like I'm, like, doing one of these. Mm-hmm. Like, and you can't see me, but I'm just, like, being fidgety in the seat. It's like when you can't... It's like when your butt cheek goes numb. Yeah. And you're, like, lifting, but then nothing's numb. You're just uncomfortable. Exactly. So that's when I start looking at my watch and I'll be like... How many hours have I been in here already? And I've then... fallen asleep in some movies. Yo. I I went to a drive-in theater. Yeah, it was a double feature. I only wanted to watch the one. Yeah, the second it's... one is what I didn't want oh, to watch. Okay, and that was Bill and Ted's whatever. Excellent adventure. I fell asleep. <gasps> I so I tried. Good. I really tried. What was the first one you want to watch? I don't even remember because <laughs> I was so upset. There's Bill and Ted's. Bogus Adventure, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, and Bill and Ted Face the Music. Wait, there's three? Yes, the new one that they made is Face the Music. That's the one that I fell asleep. But my brother, God wide awake. Oh, no. Where... <laughs> I love those I just movies didn't, as a kid. I was like, I have no idea what's going on. I think it's because... I, fe- I was in and out of sleep. Yeah. I was so confused. And I was like, I guess I'm just going to go fully <laughs> asleep. I'm just going to go full asleep. Like, I would rather watch. You're more comfortable in your car, yeah. I guess, right? You're more comfortable at home in your car. And I know they want us to go back to the theaters, but I'm not going no. back to the theaters for the I did it once miniseries. I, I don't want any of it. I was tired of the spoilers for Spider-Man. Yeah. And I'm not even looking for them. They oh, just, just happen to pop up. It's already been out for so long. Yeah, uh-uh. They can give me all the spoilers because I haven't seen any of the Spider-Mans. And I haven't seen the Andrew Garfield Spider-Mans either. I haven't seen that either. I was talking to... I hear there's two of them. <laughs> Stop! I think there's two. Yes, there is two! <laughs> it's the way you said it! No offense to Andrew, Andrew Garfield. Garfield. He, he probably made a great Spider-Man, but... Because I, like, they usually give it 
at give least two. Three. There was gonna be oh. there was gonna be a third one. I read this. Oh, I read it too. <laughs> Where he uh, he showed up or he was sick, sick or something, and then, and then they got mad at him because they were doing this petty, whole... yo. I know. So they canceled the movie. I'm like, damn. Maybe they'll give him a third one. Nah, bro. They're gonna give Tom Holland like 17. So they can't. There's gonna be so many Spider. He needs to get older. <laughs> he needs to age a little no, bit. Tom Holland is going to be one of those people who always has a baby face. Which they're just gonna have to recast Spider Man because he's going to be forty years old and he's going to look like that. And then MJ is still gonna look. Zendaya. Yes. Yeah, but if I'm not, she's probably gonna grow taller. I I feel like she has stopped growing. <laughs> the only thing I know is she's MJ, but she's not Mary Jane. No. But that means that their Mary Jane has to come along. No. It's the multiverse. Oh my god, no! <laughs> you, what did I just... See, this is why I can't get behind it. Who, Whoever started this multiverse, that's fucked up, all right? You can thank Doctor Strange. Oh. I think he's the one that fucked it up Well, I saw Doctor... Wait, does Doctor Strange come out before or after Black Panther? Because I did see that one. I don't know, I never watched it. <laughs> I thought you saw all of them. Nope. <laughs> I've, so like... My problem, no, that's not a problem. What other people think is a problem is like, <laughs> say there's a five movie series. Yeah. I will watch one and number four. I will not watch <laughs> number two, three, or figure out what happens in the end. Like what? Lord of the Rings. I only watched the second one. No. I, the trees move. I, I watched, see, I watched the first Lord of the Rings. <laughs> the Lord of the Rings. That movie is like three and a half, four. I don't know how long that movie is. It's too long. I've seen it once in my life when I was 12. And that's it. I've never mm-hmm. seen it before. I never saw Lord of the Rings 2, Lord of the Rings 3, The Hobbit, the whatever. Hobbit's I'm not, nice. I've never seen, never seen any of them. And I will never watch any of them. Because if all of the movies combined take like 45 hours of my life, never watching it. Yo, I, I think I'm going to do this with my brother. All of the Marvel movies. That's like a whole in order of the storyline. Yeah, that's smart, but that mm. will take you forever. Because I'm here for it. Is it just the movies? Or are you doing the series too? And the series. You know how many series there are? Ten. <laughs> are you going to include Agents of Shield? I must. You might be watching this for it. This is a year long project. You know that, right? Uh... Hello, I watched how many 20 seasons of Supernatural. Oh my god. That's right. That is also a show I've never seen. <laughs> you don't need to. I can tell you what happens. It's the same story every time. <laughs> Sam! That's all. Sam! Sam! What happened to Atoma? <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. So, basically, like, Atoma... Atoma is introduced as if it's going to be a recurring <laughs> character, but I don't think she caught on. So uh-huh. she only makes that one appearance, like in Joe Paluca comics. Um, they even introduce, like, okay, so they allow her to fly, and we know that there's at least one other flying person around Arton who was mentioned as a possible foil for her character, Mm -hmm. but none of that gets actualized because she only appears in that one issue Mm. when Dusty discovers the particle to allow him to travel to the future Mm -hmm. or discovers time travel. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's it. It was like a really quick one. I I picked her because I like the idea Mm -hmm. that it's in the future she's a historian and also she does proper time travel like she deals with proper time <laughs> like travel. no multiverse no uh-uh now that i figured it out on i don't i don't want to watch spider-man because dude uh, i was telling regine that like there's only one spider-man for me it's Ooh. toby mcguire oh god <laughs> no thank you oh my god the upside upside down rain kiss. I mean, that's iconic. Yes, but you don't see his face, so like it's, it can be anybody. Just, he just he just rolls it up to his like nose. Like, didn't you, Toby Maguire? I think everyone perfect. wanted to do that kiss. Yes, it looked like you were good sick because it's raining and it didn't seem he, conducive. To I, like, I remember the behind the scenes is like, 
was like, oh, there was rain all up in my nose. I couldn't breathe. I know. But it was so iconic. And like, I think about it because it's like, that's the Spider-Man like when we were in Growing high up. school. Yeah, yeah. I feel like a lot of iconic kisses are in the rain. Oh, are like you thinking the- of a notebook? Yeah. I guess that's it. Doesn't that too? Never mind. <laughs> She's like, oh, I guess that's it. There's a lot of that's two. That's a lot. That's a lot. I'm sure. I'm sure we could think of many if we actually like thought about movies because it just seems like it seems like something like you're running through the rain for whatever reason to get to them on time. Um, I tried to get to you. I tried to tell you. Blah blah blah. And then you're kissing in the rain. It seems like you're going to catch cold afterwards. That's all I'm saying. Uh, it seems like you're going to fucking fall before <laughs> you even get to, get the, to kiss. the kiss. I'd sprain my ankle. <laughs> exactly. Then I'd be like, hey, dad, so <laughs> this is what happens. What <laughs> should I do? Hospital. Go to the hospital. Yes. Why are you running in the rain? rain. You should know better. Oh, my God. Ugh. Now you. Yeah, Tama. Pretty cool. They really went way into the future. They did. 499 years. Wow. 2446. I don't even think any of the movies, modern movies, go that far. No. No, it's it's interesting to think about, like, when, you know, 2001 A Space Odyssey came out, Mm -hmm. like, what our idea of what the future would be like at that time. So it's it's interesting, like, in 1947... what they thought people would be living like mm-hmm. 500 years in the future. Like they could fly around, but also because they've seen certain characteristics in human nature that even though we have these advances and we have these powers, mm-hmm. that there's still somebody who's, you know, some despot who's going mm-hmm. to try to control people yeah. or ruin a wonderful thing. So mm-hmm. they're like, certain things will always be here. Yeah. There'll be, there'll be flying, but there'll also be somebody who's going to try to control you. So I don't know. I thought it was like an interesting take. So I wonder if there are other similar. Like going into the future. Mm -hmm. I imagine. I feel like when you get to that, like, what was it? The fifties, when you get a lot of space travel, you might find some more people who are exploring um, time time as well. Mm -hmm. The novel HG Wells, The Time Machine, it's even older that desire to see what the world is like when you're in the future. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's always been there. We're, our future is going to look like Dune. <laughs> I didn't watch that either. You don't need to. <laughs> that is way too long and extremely confusing. <laughs> There's a part two coming. I know. Oh, no. I listened to all of the books on my road trip. All the Dune audibles. Is basically you driving to California and, and driving back. back. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still confused. I'm still confused. And I watched the movie twice. No, and I I'm see. Still you're confused. not selling it. <laughs> I I heard that it's visually stunning. It is, but, but <laughs> and I think if you that don't one. know the book, you're gonna watching be lost. it is very difficult. I it's like I don't want to because there's that. a lot of world building. To go with the story. Yeah. And a lot of things happen really fast that I think they're trying to put a lot in one movie. So if you're not paying you're attention... You're making two movies. <laughs> well, At because... that point, make three. No, there's there's going to be more. No! If they follow the books, there's going to be more than two. How many books are there? Seven? I went through seven audibles? I don't know. I'm guessing. I don't know. I, don't I, feel, know. Like, I feel like seven's a good number because I've heard things said about the series. Because it's like a joke, like a running joke where it's like people lie about saying they enjoyed the book, dude. Like when you're trying to like sound really smart, like, yeah, it's a great book. I love it. <laughs> it's like no one's ever read that book. Stop lying. Like there are certain aspects of the book that I like. The world is really interesting. And then there's so many characters. I get it when you want to create a very immersive, a very dynamic story. But also people are like, dude, I don't care about these 45 characters that you've created. Mm -hmm. Give me six. Six six characters who I can truly care about. That's it. There's a lot. And then there's a lot of like flash forward, flashback, flash. So 
Well, there's just a lot. We could talk on and on about these. I'm not, I'm not going to. So I'm I not think I need watch to watch it. it again. No, you've already watched it twice, right? <laughs> Maybe I need to be That's like seven on an hours edible. of your life. I think I need to Actually, no, I was on an edible. That's probably why it was extra confusing. Probably. Maybe no edible this time. <laughs> I truly, truly want directors to like, I get it. You have a vision. You're super artistic. You're creating. No, I want you to care about people's time. <laughs> <laughs> All right? Hour and a half is my, that's my sweet spot. I love 90 minute in and out. But if you can't do that, I can I can live with two hours, but when you start hitting two and a half, three hours, at that point, you just did, didn't want the editor to touch your work of art. <laughs> and not everything's a work of art. You could have edited 20 minutes out of that film. That's all I'm saying. That's why I'm a classic film fan. You get, the, you get a beginning, you get a middle, <laughs> you get an end, and you're done. Nowadays, movies have to be three hours long or they think that they don't count. If they could turn Gone with the Wind into a three-hour movie with an intermission, then you don't need to split your movie into two. Mm-hmm. All right? From here on forward, it's at least 120. Oh, God. It's just so, it's so like, do they not think we have jobs? Do we not have lives Probably to go not. back to? Nope. Families to feed? Bladders to <laughs> like, empty? Do you not care about the people who are watching this? You know what setting aside three hours to watch a movie is? That's a that's a good nap right Yo, there. Of your day, like. So in conclusion, <laughs> do not watch Dune unless you're prepared. Yeah. Empty your bladder. Yeah. Empty your soul. Yep. Empty your mind. Yeah. So you can understand mm-hmm. the movie. Still not gonna watch Dune. So, guys, we just wanted to stop in. Give you guys a little bonus so you don't forget about us. Un- Please don't forget about us. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back um, in August. But until then. Uh, rate us. Yes. On Apple iTunes. But all the podcasters say. They so I'm do. Just I repeating. Look <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I guess if we're saying this now, okay. Uh, and tell everyone about us. Yes, share, share, please. And thank you for listening. Thank you. So, once again, I'm Henrika. And I'm Sarah Jane. And this has been Not, Not so, so Super. super. Bye, Bye, guys.